0: Now listening to the nasty table
1: the premier source for tabletop roleplaying actual play now come on in relax and pull up a seat to the nasty table hello everyone my name is mike finn i play detective caleb o'connor on uh, the nasty table currently and i'm going to explain to you how sanity works in delta green so uh, a lot of times in delta green Uh, the majority of it you're coming across some messed up situations and you see something that in normal life would uh would bother you deeply so uh you have to roll sanity and uh it's kind of like a skill check and if you fail it you can uh lose a certain number of sanity points even if you pass if it's a messed up enough situation you could still lose sanity points and uh losing sanity points you have a maximum uh score to start and you also have a breaking point to start and uh once you lose enough points to hit your breaking point is when you receive some kind of medical condition or uh, we've had ones where it was uh, attachments to certain objects Um, and if you've gotten far enough in this podcast, you might find out that uh, one of us already has one. From there on, you uh, then get a new breaking point. If you hit that breaking point, then you develop another illness disorder. Until you're down to zero, and I believe if you're down to zero, you just die. Or you go completely insane. And I believe that's all I know about sanity. Thank you for listening.
0: I'm like you, knuckleheads, didn't fucking. <laughs> no, you come with me. Small, How old?
2: Ten to fifteen. Perfect. <laughs> a warrant for the trailer? Not gonna fucking happen. We had a report of an abandoned car. Ronald Jordan mm. Quinlan. A small key. Looks like it's for a padlock. Quick store. There's nothing you can do for me. I'm telling you what you can do for me to make what I can do for you easier. What if we
3: found something else here? What if we broke in?
2: Play it by the rules.
3: Copy
2: that. Got a fucking boner. I got this pea head. Where
3: did my go? It can't see you, though.
1: Am I somewhere there?
0: Let me see if it fell in. Oh my
2: god. Those. Oh, it's under my,
0: it's under my thing. I got it. All right.
3: Get another one. I got no cracks right
2: now. Oh, Finn, you're missing I only out. had the
3: one good one. I'm
2: glad I started that movement. Oh, Ooh. Ooh. Jesus. Yeah. Ooh. 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 That's staying in. I'm keeping that in the mix. Ugh. Welcome back, gentlemen. Yeah, whatever. It's been a busy week. Um, Do you guys want to just get right into it? I know that you were talking about some board nonsense, but. Uh, that can happen, basically, whenever you guys want to. I just wanted a situation in the story, at least, where if you guys planned on using the board, that you have, you know, a plausible connection to the story to be like, well, I set up that board in violent crimes, you know, etc, etc. So you guys do have that. How you guys doing?
3: It's Talk really cold down here. Really?
4: I
2: brought extra layers. So actually, before we started, before we started recording, I was going through some of the books. There, I was looking through the Dungeons & Dragons uh, Dungeon Master Guide and the Player Handbook. And um, it's because I'm looking for a particular rule that I would like to put into our game once we start playing Dungeons & Dragons. I don't know if it's an official rule. I swear to God it is. You made it it up. Or if, if it's not an official rule, then there's a rule that's like it. And I know that we were talking about extended rest periods for when we start playing D&D. About that idea of like one week long rests and shit like that. But I wanted to do meat grinder mode. Which is like, it makes death saves harder, essentially. So character deaths happen more frequently. What are you looking at me like that for? Why do you want that? Because I think that it's interesting. I think character deaths and being afraid of dying is very cool. I think that that's an interesting thing to at least have at the table I like when there's weight to it that's why I feel like it's so much cooler at lower levels of, of uh, play for Dungeons and Dragons that you're scared to die that's my personal opinion you don't have to agree with it and obviously if I were to implement any kind of rule like that we would put it to a group vote and have everyone talk about it but again we're not playing Dungeons and Dragons we're playing Delta Green
4: I like that idea I think that because uh, I wouldn't know how much of a pussy I, would, I know it wouldn't be defined as being a pussy but I wouldn't know how much of a pussy I would need to be So maybe if there's like, I know this is more work, but like a session zero or just like a one shot where we're just in a dungeon and then that way we have a good gauge of like the scale. Oh, like
2: play test it? Yeah. I think that's a great idea. And that's actually, I thought about that. I thought about doing that. My idea was having you guys start at level three, starting you guys at level three, but having like a, 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 like not like a flashback. But, like, have that serve as a session zero of, like, your levels one to two, where we really fast-track that whole getting up to level three thing by having you guys play at level one. I like that. I don't know. But, like I said, we're not playing D&D. We're playing Delta Green. Can I please have a recap of the last two sessions, guys?
3: Which led us to going to the trailer park, which then led us to talking to the uh, campfire people, where we met Charles. Yeah, Charles. Charles. We met Charles. Uh, We bribed him into giving us a little bit of information found out that the trailer by the river the one specific one uh that we heard noises from before he hasn't seen the sun in like three weeks or something
2: do you guys trust this uh this homeless man
3: i think we did human ints on him and felt pretty good on him so i mean i felt pretty all right on him Hmm. yeah and also
4: we weren't asking him yes or no questions necessarily. He was giving us information that... Yeah, open-ended. Yeah, we're open-ended and we were connecting dots just with this open-ended.
2: Also, I crunched the numbers and I sent it to you guys after the session on exactly how much money you gave this dude. It's like 754 bucks, Adjusted for inflation. You gave this guy like three quarters of a grant.
3: He deserved it.
4: I wonder what he's going to do with it. By children, maybe.
2: <laughs> 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 run me, uh run me run me through uh the rest of this. Let's let's get this fucking start talking. Talk to me, guys.
4: I mean he's a seasoned guy, obviously a lieutenant, and he has I'm I, I I think he just has people that are understandably up his ass, right? That are above him and are above us, obviously, that he needs to report to these people. Just like any government job. There's someone above you that you have to report to what's he gonna say if we, if he goes to these people that are above him and are like, yeah, well, they got really involved in some child pornography, and, uh, we haven't really put anything together yet, but, They're just looking. Yeah, they're just like, we got a file that they've spent a lot of time looking at. It's like, how are you gonna explain that to I don't know, if if, if there's not obvious yeah, work being just done. just, like,
3: stressed out and, like, all about business, you know what I mean? But, yeah. like, not in, like, a bad way. He's given us some tips, and he's he hasn't been a total, like...
0: Yeah, he had a gift I mean? that, that session. Mm-hmm. Really he did. Yeah, did get a fucking lu. That's what
2: I'm yeah,
3: saying. Yeah, like, like, RJ. Like, he comes off like a hard-ass in certain, like, parts, but at the same time, like, I feel like he's kind of a, like a, a G. You know what I mean?
1: He's also probably pretty worried about the press conference he has to give about a
2: mutilated kid sometime this week. Yes. <clears throat> yeah and that was that was in earlier sessions uh you know this concept of the media the media finding out the papers what are they going to run headline reads linwood falls violent crime unit failed to catch child murderer and that's not just a bad look for him it's a bad look for the department and it's a bad look for you whether or not your character gives a shit about that is another question
3: Man, the media ain't even give us no time yet. We just got on it, though.
2: Well, does this Other shit? Does this end in a court case? Does this no, end with I you didn't. guys taking the stand and you know locking up someone or? It's gonna no, end, this end in a firefight for in dead sure. Dead people. For it sure. ends in dead
3: people. <laughs>
2: That would cool. be kind of fucking cool, though, if we had, like, a full, like, six-session court case, <laughs> yeah. where, like, you have, you, like, take the stand, and you have wow. to, like, help the prosecutor and shit like that. That would actually be good. That could still really end really in a firefight, be. though. It could Very well yeah. All right. Well, leads begin to mount on your second shift in violent crimes. The prospect of a child murderer and potential pedophile ring within the city of Linwood Falls is discomforting. It's unsettling, and above all, it's angering. As leads grow, so do the stresses of this case, this job. It's around 1.45 in the morning, and the four of you are making your way back to the station after searching an abandoned car registered to a 1 Ronald Jordan Quinnan. The streets are quiet as you pull into the parking lot. Clock strikes 2 a.m. as you begin to make your way inside. What would the four of you like to do?
4: I signed the shotgun back in. Good call.
2: Can I check out this map that uh, he had in his car? Yeah, so you kind of take it out of the duffel bag that it's in. It seems like it's plastic wrapped, like he bought it recently or someone bought it recently. It's still got the saran wrap on it, but if you kind of like roll it over to look for any barcodes or any kind of insignia of a shop, there's none there. So he I'm assuming that he hasn't even opened this yet? Yes, it's still wrapped in that, that saran wrap, that plastic wrap. Okay.
1: And it includes Linwood Falls and a couple other areas. Do you open it
2: up because it's just titled Southeast Minnesota?
1: No. Okay.
3: No, can I, don't. I like run either run a report or look on a map or something about Quick Store one seventy four? Yeah, I'll Any say I can figure that out. That
2: at you're beginning to go through the primary search to find out where that is or what it is.
4: Okay. I want to go talk to the lieutenant.
2: Sure. And it looks like he's in his office as you walk down the steps into violent crimes. And he looks up. How'd it go? (laughs)
4: Went pretty well, I would say. Can't lie. If we got some kind of approval to get in that house, I think it would save us a lot of paperwork. I gotta ask, is there anything that the four of us could do to get a warrant that you think that we could do?
2: What I need is a genuine connection to Ronald Jordan Quinnen and even if you get me a link to Bobby Tillman I need the names connected because it's smart he used his initials it's plausible deniability the judge is not going to sign off on that warrant unless it's their names if it's clear or if you find me anything else from this guy anything suspect anything weird that you think might be case pertinent
4: do you think that, uh I mean, his car is out in front of his house. He said, it's been there for days. We could open this up separately to get ourselves in there. Missing man, check his things to find reasoning for going missing. Get a warrant that way.
2: The thing is, is you don't know if he's missing. Unless a family member, loved one, someone of relation reports him missing, or his work reports him missing, then there's no reason for us to... Look into it Because you don't know He could have skipped town He could have moved somewhere And and Like I said Over the radio We can't just report Someone missing Because You think it fits the case
4: That's right Yeah Alright Well If it's good with you I'm gonna Find Contact info Try and find a point of contact For this RJ's
2: Yeah do some research On this guy Run some background checks If there's any red flags That might actually help me Talking to the judge
4: Okay. And, uh, so I want to walk out, and I want to look for any related family, if I could get a number or an address, and I do want to look to see if I could find his work.
2: Okay, so running the background check? Yeah. Okay, alright. So, he's running a background check, you're looking into Quick Store. Are you two doing anything specific?
0: Well, first, just a question. What, what time is our shift done? 7 a.m.
2: And, uh, like I said, at the, near the end of your last shift, it's good practice
0: to leave... Three, paperwork. two hours. Yeah. Um, I go right over to the, uh, to the old corkboard and I start... Start pinning it up? I start pinching on there. Fuck and yeah. one of the first things I <laughs> pin up there, which I looked through and unfortunately I can't actually pin it up, is uh, my copy of the picture of the woman that was in Bobby's the wallet. wallet.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can pin... Oh, in his wallet? Mm-hmm. Well,
0: I yes. I got a copy of that. You made a copy yeah. of it? Yes. Okay. Yeah.
4: Yeah. You want to write that down on this?
0: Oh. Yeah, he's got a couple blanks here. Yep. Yes. I like that. But wondering. then, you know, aside from that, I, I kind of, you know, put some other major start, you know, start to yep. put basic stuff on the board. And
2: um, actually, so that picture from Bobby's wallet, you saw his corpse. He looked like he was mid 30s. This picture looks like he's maybe early 20s. He looks younger. They're at a beach. It's him and a woman. Woman has brown hair, and she's wearing like a like a one piece. Polka dotted bathing suit. She looks about the same age as him. Maybe a little bit older. If you had to guess, but not by much. What are you laughing at? What's so fucking funny over
0: there? I put some fucking tits on the, on the <laughs> stick figure. Oh my God, <laughs> it's a woman. You gave her big boobies. Nah, we'll, we'll, we'll wait. That's so Ray. To start getting boobies. We'll he wait to start Bobby getting boobies. dirty on the board But uh, uh, yes, Ray Ray does pin that up. Okay.
2: Caleb, anything on your mind? Yeah, um,
1: the only thing that Caleb wanted to do is, um, uh, he wanted to walk in and give Roy the, uh, the phone number for, uh, Weiss Clay, um, just, um, I know that we were investigating him, and just to give you his number if you wanted to reach out, talk to him, I didn't know if you had more questions.
4: Sure, yeah. What's his number?
1: I I already handed you the paper
2: up! Alright, fine, whatever, you know. So, a little bit of time passes as you guys are going through this. First, Jerry, you're able to run a little bit of research into what Quick Store is, what it is. You end up finding it in a white pages for businesses. It's a 24 7 self storage lot in town. You have the 24 phone. hour? 24 hour. You have the. What time is it? 2 a.m.
3: When's my shift in?
2: 7 a.m. <laughs> 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 Shit. All right. Who's going to be there? She <laughs> <bring> your friends? <laughs> alright
3: I'm uh, gonna go over to my boy Ray
2: You also have the phone number for this business If you have any use for it
3: Okay Hey Ray You You were wondering what the keys to? Yeah Storage unit really? 24 hour Let's go check it out for Right now Come on
0: I, I look glance towards the lieutenant Is he just working in his office? Mhm Sneak out well, real quick Well shit alright And I just drop my shit at the cork board And I uh Get my shit I put my All shoes on. Right. <laughs>
3: um, As we're walking around the office with no shoes on,
0: <laughs>
3: <It's> completely barefoot, <laughs> like you, like you're getting ready to go out, like sneak out the lieutenant, like you sit on the ground, press <laughs> girls
2: applesauce. You should off. tie in your boots. <laughs> uh, you finish a preliminary background check on a one Ronald Jordan Quinn, and you get the following information: He's 37 years old. He has a lockup on record. Okay. He was sentenced to five years. In Hennepin County Corrections for low-level marijuana distribution charges in 1965. However, he got out after six months. Okay. Not on parole, nothing like that. And the record doesn't even clearly indicate if it was for good behavior or anything like that.
3: And it wasn't a bail.
2: No. Nope. Ooh. Five, five years. He got sentenced, it's locked sus. up.
3: Okay,
1: and what sorry, what's the name of that county jail?
2: Hennepin County Corrections. Question, does this mean that he was
1: fingerprinted and in, in the system? That would be the assumption. Okay.
3: Hey, yes. I have a question about our situation. Shoot. Are we allowed to do this?
2: Can you specify?
3: Are as cops, as detectives, are we allowed to go to a missing <laughs> car, take a key, do a storage unit, and go open it
0: up. Roll law. Escalators, 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 I'm doing the same thing with them, so I'm going to roll as well. Go ahead. 23
3: on a 30. It's definitely not allowed. Yeah. Three. No. Definitely not allowed. <laughs> however. <laughs> Don't want it anymore. However.
2: There is a workaround. All right, what's that? So, yes, technically, you need a warrant to search the contents of this storage container. However. However. If an employee opens the storage locker and you see something that is could be considered evidence, and it's in plain view without stepping into the container, you can enter it legally if you get an employee to we open it We have to get an you. employee
3: to do it with our key?
2: Yes. Well, that being said, they have the legal ability to open the storage locker. You as police do not. If you get an uh, employee to open it, and it's not something that you believe to be case pertinent in plain view, you can't go in. Well, you can. I mean, you guys—we're playing fantasy world. You can do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> to speak about that, is there a case open on this guy? No, that's the other thing. It would have to be evidence that would necessitate the need to open a new case entirely, unless you got a connection to this Ronald Jordan Quinn and to a current open case, which you have not yet. We're gonna fucking figure it out. I have a little bit more information on your background check too, if you're ready. You also find that his house was purchased in September of nineteen sixty-nine, the one the one that he currently resides in. Nineteen
4: sixty nine, September?
2: Yes. Okay. He has a previous address on record, but it's unclear exactly where it was. It's in Minneapolis. It's in Mini Minneapolis. I I fucking sat there for ten <laughs> minutes trying to fucking pronounce this because I always say Minneapolis instead of Minneapolis. I always say Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Anyway, <laughs> he has a previous address on record, but you can't find out exactly where it is. All you know that is that it's somewhere in Minneapolis. You have no information on his address specifically or whether this was sold or when it was sold or when it was bought or when he moved in or anything like that. Basically, this is like snippets of information that you're able to pull from a large swath of records that kind of get gets you to the point to understand that at one point prior to living in Linwood, he lived in Minneapolis. Okay. He also has no military history no employment history that's on record looks like there's no open bank accounts in his name neither
4: so no bank accounts on his name no employment history no military history but he's bought a house for himself
2: that is striking to you
4: okay is there like a realtor that i see listed no
2: not on these records
4: previous owner can i check that
2: out that would have to be a Separate. Separate, yeah, and okay. that would take that would that would take a little bit more time because now you're requesting information that's probably not case pertinent, not that you would need a warrant for it, but you'd probably have to jump through a little bit more bureaucratic loopholes than you feel you could bang out in the end of your shift, yeah, family member, none listed okay, let it be known that these records in this period of time may not be complete, okay. not saying that he doesn't have family members, but your records do not show that he does,
4: okay, okay. I want to, um, well, I want to call the Hennepin County Jail. Correction.
2: Hennepin Hennepin County Corrections. Corrections. Mm -hmm. I want to call
4: them up right now. Okay. Yeah. Right stankin' now.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Hennepin County Corrections.
4: How can I direct your call? Hi. uh, Inmate history, please. Can I ask who's calling? This is uh, Sergeant Roy McNeil from the Linwood Falls uh, Violent Crime Unit. (laughs)
2: Mind if I place you on a brief hold? By all means. Can I have your badge number, please? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice. Sure. One one two six nine three three three
4: five seven.
2: Gotcha, I'm gonna transfer you over to records. Beep.
1: Da, 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 Was that the Red Bull barcode? Da, 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 yeah.
2: <laughs> Hennepin County Corrections Records.
4: <clears throat> hey, this is uh, Sergeant Roy McNeil. Um, looking to see if uh, you have uh, previous inmate files on hand with you by, by, right now by any chance.
2: Yeah, can I have your badge number?
4: Sure. <laughs> 112... Sixty nine, the funny number, <laughs> three 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 five
2: seven. All right, so who can I look up for you? Looking for a uh, Ronald Jordan Quinnon All right, give me a second. Sure. A little bit of time passes. Yeah, we got a file on him. Okay, it says uh, it says he
4: he got it. He was sentenced to five years. Got out for only after six months. Can't really find reasoning behind that. Was that good behavior or why was that?
2: Um, looking through it now, I don't see a reason listed, but supervisor wrote off on it. I might be able to get in contact with him to try and find out. Is this related to an open case?
4: A potential open case. We're trying to put together enough evidence to really put one together. One thing that I think we where we could really open this thing up is if you guys still have his fingerprints...
2: Oh, yeah, we got his fingerprints right here in this record.
4: Beautiful, okay. Are you guys, uh, well, are you here all night? Yeah. All right, well, how far is this place? You don't know. Okay, uh, well, I'm in Linwood Falls, Minnesota. Uh, we're, it's right outside of M- Minneapolis. Where are you located? Minneapolis. Beautiful. Well, I'll be heading over shortly then. All right, sounds good. All right, thanks. And who's this, by the way?
2: Uh, this is Joseph. Are you a cop a detective just a dude man <laughs> <laughs> All right, i'm joseph i'm I'm a records clerk okay
4: gotcha <laughs> can i um before I let you go can I have your clerk number
2: my clerk number <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> sure thing eight nine nine two four seven eight 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 seven
4: Thank you joseph. See you soon click
2: <laughs> Caleb. Before we, uh,
4: give Dr. Clay a call, do you want to go down to this correction services with me? could probably talk to some people that saw an RJ, our RJ, and, uh, get his fingerprints. Do you
1: think we're going to be allowed to go there with that reasoning?
4: Yeah, I mean, the lieutenant said if I can find any connection to get into that house, he doesn't seem to have a problem with it.
1: I'll come with you. All
4: right. Let's do it. Get up and go. Okay.
2: Heading out. uh, And you would know, living in Linwood, it's probably about an hour and a half drive to get there. Hour and a half back. So, you guys begin making your way towards Minneapolis. My two friends, what exactly are you guys doing?
3: Driving to Quick Store 174.
2: All right begin driving there and the drive there is fairly quick. It's uh, it's kind of right in the center of town. You can see this uh, large fence on the outside and like a small office building kind of in the center as if you walk in the office building and then there's probably a door in there that leads into this giant lot of storage containers that you can see kind of lining all, all along the, uh, the edges of this fence. We just parked there? Yes. Unless you wanted to... No, I'll, I'm going to talk. A little
0: bit. Yeah, let's
2: park. <coughs> you know, just
0: park
3: my car. Right, how do you want to go about this?
0: Well, now that we're pulling up here, Jerry. I don't to tell you the truth, uh, I don't really know. I mean, we either gotta commit full sneak or full deception with the guards up front.
3: From my view, does it look like it's
0: just one person working the front
3: desk?
2: Can you look in the window. Yeah. Yes. What kind of person. <laughs> Younger teen kid. What time is it? 3 a.m.? At this point, it's probably like 2.45. I mean...
3: Somebody working at a storage unit, 3 o'clock in the morning. It can't be that hard to persuade, right? Just got him to open it for us.
0: That's true.
2: Do you also... I'm sorry, real quick. Do you guys... Are you guys taking a squad car with a radio? Yeah, let's take a cop car. I don't
1: yeah. think there wouldn't be any reason. We're going to a jail. Yeah, no. am not yeah. trying to be sneaky or nothing. And no.
2: you guys? Hmm? Are you guys taking a squad car oh, with a radio? God. Oh, my no. car. Oh, no. yeah. Okay, my car.
0: Um, is there... I'm sorry, I, I don't really remember how you described that entrance of it, but like a parking lot or anything? Yeah, there is a
2: simple, smaller parking lot outside of this main office building that looks like it leads into this fenced-in outside enclosure. That is scattered with sword so containers.
0: I, I assume like 215, at least 230 at this 245. point. 245. 245. Is anyone else here besides us and the guy in the office? There is a
2: parked car out there, but no other cars in this lot. Also on the drive here, it was fairly quiet. You didn't see a lot of cars passing.
0: So there's one car? Yes. So I, I look out, seeing that. I say to you, Jerry, well, it doesn't look like anyone's really here to watch us. I mean... You All right, get, but uh, do you do you think cause we cause a little uh, distraction with the guy up front? And I could just go take a peek myself. I mean,
3: do you think we can do that? We can do it.
0: It's whatever you want to do. I'm fine either one. Whatever you feel better about.
3: I feel like we could persuade this kid. Shit, if I have to get him a case of beer to go open this thing up, I'll do that.
2: All right. Because you would know if you guys walk down this path, anything you find in there would be inadmissible in court. Can't put it up to anything. Can't bring it to a judge. Can't do nothing with it. It would just be for your own personal vindication.
3: That's plan B. If this kid doesn't do it for us, we could sneak up in there and fucking... If we wanna. Walk up
2: in there. Walk up in there? Yeah. Kid looks like he was distracted, like he's reading a magazine. Closes it real quick, looks up. Can I help you fellas? (laughs) Oh, fuck.
3: (laughs) Hey, how you doing? Uh, I was just wondering if uh, you could open a storage locker for me so I can check it out. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry? Storage unit? I would like to see if, if you could open one for me.
2: Is it yours? I have the key right here. I'm confused. What are you confused about? You want me to open a storage locker for you? Is it yours?
3: It's somebody I know's. I didn't think about what I should start with. I was like, so many different things were going through my head.
2: I don't know about that. If it's not yours, I can't open it for you.
3: Alright, well I have the key, so I'll be on my way. What? Take out the key. I have the key. So I'm going to go open it myself now. But it's not yours. It is mine.
2: You said it was someone else's, it was your friend's! He gave it to me. What's his name? Ronald. Do you know him? What locker is it for? 174. You see him kinda reach under the desk? Like lift up some pages?
3: I just thought you needed some, some work. You know, I mean, you're sitting there reading a magazine. It's 3 a.m. Thought maybe you were wondering, you know. Take a walk with us.
2: This is kind of fishy, buddy. I don't know what you're up to here. That's not your locker. That locker does not belong to a Ronald. I don't know where you found that key, but I will call the police.
3: Okay, have a nice day. I walk out.
2: You walk out though?
0: Yeah, I just kind of like Not shaking my head Fixing my hat Okay You guys are outside? Do
3: you want to show our badges? Or do you want to just go and do it?
2: No, let's bounce
3: Alright
0: I don't like this Alright Wasn't well thought out No, it wasn't Well, at least we know we're not dealing with too high security in there We know what we're tackling next time if anyone has to go in there. If we have to jump past security. Something in our back pocket. Let's get back. Roy, you feel
2: a shiver up your spine as if your subordinates have just made a fool out of (laughs) them. I didn't know what to say. I was like, what the fuck? How do I persuade oh, this kid to do it for me? Oh my fucking God. Do you remember at MIT with the baseball through the window? Yes! <laughs> yes. I, uh, I just had the so same moment.
3: fucking cool. I loved that, though. That was sick. I just had the same type of moment yeah, where I'm like, wait. so many motherfuckers in that hallway.
2: <laughs> we killed motherfuckers. I'm like,
3: what should I say right now?
2: Dude, <laughs> just trying to get into that thing. And the guy's like, what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> like you like pull out a baseball and you're like <laughs> through a baseball through the window I got to get in there <laughs> middle of a college campus just like
3: dude sometimes you get in that moment where you I'm just like wait I didn't think this far what the fuck should I say
2: and then we yeah. had to kill that guy and you guys got <laughs> caught you guys got caught trying to jump from like the staircase over onto the balcony to get in and like the guy like is just standing there like watching you and like get down from there and you're like baseball, man. baseball it, fell, fell oh, in the my window baseball, i gotta go get it there. i was out here with my nephew man i just
3: dude this kid was like how you doing and i'm like um where do i go from here and then like i pause and i'm like maybe ray will say something and then ray said nothing and i'm like oh man you had, um...
0: you had the key i was just like you, hey you took initiative you took point on i that. know i don't i didn't know what to say though
3: <laughs> what should i have said
0: I don't know. That's why I was getting a little apprehensive about it. That's why yeah, I suggested we we sneaking because I second. was like, "This could this could be a little weird."
3: Yeah, I didn't think to We're to driving
0: have. back with our tails between our legs.
3: I was hoping maybe we'd win a roll or something. Hey, on, the, <laughs>
2: on, on the plus side, at least he knows what your faces look like. <laughs> <laughs> so, where are you guys heading? Back to the station. Oh, what are you? That dejected? Are you? No, that no, no, no. I, I yeah, yeah, I guess so. There's nothing yeah. else to do. Okay. You guys are back at the station. They're driving. They just, they just hit the highway.
3: We don't even know where they are either.
2: Ooh. I don't know if that was shared. Yeah. It was, was not. They yeah. left before
4: us, and they didn't take their cop car. Yeah. So.
1: Mm. But they have access to a radio if they're wondering where we also, are. Also,
2: the lieutenant was not
1: Mm-mm. told either. He was
2: not. He was not.
1: I think we're on the basis though that it's not like hey lieutenant where'd they go yeah it'd be come ask us first
4: mm-hmm.
1: plus yeah if we're not hiding
4: anything right this is just <clears throat> let's get out quick we have this is an hour and a half away we're done at seven you know what I mean mm-hmm. so
2: all right well it's about three o'clock for you guys anything that you guys want to do
0: let's um let's take a swing by the trailer bar. Yeah, I still have the camera checked out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you
2: also haven't been there yet. Yeah. Okay. So this is before you guys got to the station? Or you guys went to the station, got your bearings? Okay. No. So on
0: the drive back? Yeah, maybe maybe like started driving and I, on the way back, said, you know what, let's swing by the trailer car.
2: And it's easy enough to to make your way there. You pull up and... And we're we're in uh, not a police car. Jerry, unlike how you saw it previously tonight, there is... No wise men. There are no lights on. The barrel fire that you saw previously is quenched, unlit. Seems all is quiet in the trailer park at 3 o'clock in the morning. The witching hour.
0: Where winds become losses. losses Um. (laughs) When we pull up, I I just want to start. I'm not taking any photos. I'm just using the camera to get a a nice magnified look at all the surroundings. And while I'm doing this... uh, Jerry, uh, can you point out to me which one of these trailers is the uh, the, the woman with the child. Point. Mm-hmm. It's like the third one up on the right. Okay, and I start taking pictures of that uh, and its immediate surroundings. Okay. Um, and I, I don't know if this is. I want you to take note that I Ray takes heavy note of like if there's on the outskirts of the trailer park like where the tree line is where you know stuff starts to get more obscured and you know just the general surroundings of the park Um, you know if he's planning on taking photos at a different time maybe when there's people out
2: do you have do you have military science no I do if this is something that you want to do knowing Jerry's skill set might be better to ask him if you to, want to if you want to make it clear that you're looking for vantage points i don't want to use the word but you're asking tactical questions for reconnaissance
0: i'm not i'm not looking for best i'm not i'm not looking for that i'm looking for i'm lo- like ray just sneaking thinking about sneaking is looking for sc- just scoping out where's a spot Alright, you know that what? I could go, that Fuck I it. think I could go. Fuck it, roll stealth. Sweet. Damn, dude. 83 70. 70 stuff. It's not your
2: fault. There's not a lot of trees here. There's not a lot of cover. It's very barren. Almost as if this plot was purposefully cleaned to the point, like sanitized of vegetation. That that's not really a possibility. There's not tall grass. It's gravel. There's not bushes. There's like rock outcroppings that are off to the, the side that faces towards the river. It's not a very easy place to explore with a inkling of stealth.
0: All right. I got to get a picture of this woman. Try and ID her. Hopefully with the picture in this Bobby's wallet. But I got to come back in the daylight. Yeah. Say so how. I mean, we're not going to be able to pull her out. I just wanted to see if there was a spot that you could camp it out. Yeah. Yeah. Just scope out the scene before I come in the daylight. I mean, I got my boy Sarge. I was thinking I could maybe if I use some other people. I don't know. He's a good distraction. Get him to bang around in the trash on her house. Get her to come outside for a second. But it'd be tough to work something. We'll if think Charles
3: about it. Charles
0: is here. Oh, yeah. We can get asked Charles. This picture's kind of old, though. I'm thinking this woman is... uh offer rocker enough to uh let her kid go, get uh, mutilated and not really care about it. I don't know if she's gonna look like the pretty young girl that was in the photo that's on our court board down at the station. So listen, we got we got some info. We got some good well I don't wanna say good. We got some stuff we can bring back to lieutenant, so
3: anything before we leave? Does anything look different to me? Just Rolling clean research? S- Zero. <laughs> Zero
4: success critical success holy
3: shit
1: right Right. zero we've had this debate three times man please I don't know man zero Zero? where did we land
2: (sighs) give me the book give me the fucking book
3: this book yes
2: no the holy bible that I have glued under the desk (laughs) (laughs) thank you somebody write this down because I'm not going in this book again for this rule I believe triple zeros is a hundred. Yeah. Because you cannot roll a hundred on that die. Yep. So, truthfully, the only numbers that you can roll are one to a hundred. Yep. You can't roll zero. Yep. So that is a critical fail, because the dice match, and it's a fail.
4: The odds of that are one in a hundred. So a hundred. So dice somebody rolls later, you'll you, get another hundred.
2: I'm looking at you. I want to see that pen moving.
1: No, I remember it. Me and, Alex. Me no and Alex said it. I'm you were a, no. So
2: I'm never going to have to pick up this book and look up that rule again.
1: Never. Let the record. I'm show. Having the worst session
3: of my life. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, yeah, because I guess that does make sense because it'd be because t- there's not a critical. I up the failure between situation. zero and or between one and ten.
2: Like in that set of ten. Well, that's a, that would be a critical fail. success. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. One is the critical success.
1: Yeah, I know. But I'm saying there's not a critical failure in there, so it'll make sense that ninety nine and uh, hundred. So there's a critical equal amount yes. there's an
2: equal amount of critical failures in yes. critical. No, you don't notice anything different.
3: Okay. Oh no. I'll just go back. Right. Yeah, I'm good to go back to the station. Just go back, do some paperwork, go to sleep.
2: Go back to the station. Yep. Alrighty. Making your way Making your way back to the station is pretty quiet. I mean, this is the quietest time of night. Uh, Experienced officers on the uh, On the night shift You walk in to And the PD has been quiet Basically since you guys came back From RJ's uh, truck But There is a woman there Who is speaking to The clerk behind the desk, the receptionist Who's basically just a Patrol officer who's just been Assigned to work the front desk Mm -hmm. They seem to be having an argument and the patrol officer looks up and sees the two of you. And you, you've interacted with this patrol officer before. His name is um, Officer Sanford. And he looks over to you guys. Uh, detectives. Hmm. This lady's looking for you. How can I help you? She turns around. She's got a paper in her hand. I'm told by the city morgue that I need a one... Raymond Hoyt or Jerry Flores to sign off on the release of My Brother's Body
0: may I ask your name miss
2: Marsha Tillman
0: you're you're Bobby's sister
2: yes and as you're talking to her she looks familiar it's the woman from the photo and that's where we're going to pick up next session
4: Whoa. Marsha too.
1: Thanks for listening to this episode of LFVCU, a nasty table production.